The views expressed by guests on this podcast are the opinions of the speakers and not PCCA. This podcast is intended to be educational and informative. PCCA does not endorse or advocate any practice that is not consistent with federal and state laws or regulations. Check with your local board of pharmacy about any issues in your particular jurisdiction. Welcome to The Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast where we discuss all things compounding and all things concerning pharmacy. Hello again and welcome to Tech Talk, a Mortar and Pestle production. I'm your host, Aaron Michael, and I am so excited that you're back with us where we interview rock star technicians all across the country. And I definitely have a rock star here with me today. Amanda Bellavo from Montana Apothecary and Compounding in Great Falls, Montana. Welcome to the podcast, Amanda. Thanks so much for having me, Erin. I'm looking forward to it. I'm super excited to be on. Awesome. Awesome. We're excited to have you and for you to share a little bit about all of the stuff that is going on up in Montana um, and some of the great things that you guys are doing, not only for your community, for your patients, practitioners, and also just as a technician, how you're kind of taking the the lab and running with it. So as a newer pharmacy, um, it's really cool to see where you guys have you know started and, and where you guys are progressing too. But before we get into that, I would love for our listeners to hear just a little bit about who is Amanda and what is, you know, a, Mo- a Montana apothecary and compounding, which by the way, is a mouthful to say. And so from here on out to our listeners, we will hear, uh, you'll hear us saying MAC a lot. And that is the acronym that, uh, that Montana apothecary and compounding refers them, you know, themselves to. And so if you hear us saying MAC, that's what we're saying. So I'd love to learn a little bit more and, and tell our listeners about who is Amanda? How did you become uh, part of the MAC team, you know, and, and in your role as lab manager. And tell us just a little bit about the pharmacy too. Yeah. Um, it's actually really funny that you start the conversation like this. Um, my mother and I were actually just talking about this the other day. I am originally from Central Florida and I moved out here about three years ago, did a complete 180 in career changes. Um, I originally studied in culinary school, so I'm actually a classically trained chef. And then I just wasn't, you know, feeling the hours anymore. You know, the whole point of being out here was to spend time with my family, you know, to reconnect with myself. So I took a job at Walgreens as a pharmacy technician in training. I instantly fell in love with it. I mean, I grasped super quickly. I had my licensure in about four months after starting. And ever since then, I've just been, you know, climbing this career ladder that I never even knew I had access to. Um, of course, you know, working for a corporate company like Walgreens after a while, you know, you you kind of reach a maximum capacity that you can reach through them. So one day on my way home, I saw this super cute little brick building that was being <laughs> built just down the road from me. And I was like, I wonder what that is. And sure enough, one day they put up their sign for Mac Pharmacy and Wellness. I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. I'd love to look into it. So just for giggles one day, you know, I applied for a compounding pharmacy technician position. Of course, myself, I'd never been in the compounding world, so I really had no idea what it entailed. I obviously knew what compounding was, but just didn't really have a a true understanding of what it really was. And so then I met with Shelby, our pharmacist owner, 
And she offers me the job on the spot. <laughs> and I was super stoked, super nervous, because again, I had no idea what I was doing. But she reassured me. She basically just told me, you know, I have the utmost confidence that you will grasp everything rather quickly. She goes, if you know how to follow a recipe yeah. book, then you know how to compound. I was like, oh, okay, great. That sounds fantastic for me. Um, so that's kind of, you know, how I got into the position here at Mac. And so I, I did start out just as a technician. Um, at the time, we were just over three months old as a business. It was myself, one other technician, and Shelby. So it, it was a little rough at first. But of course, you know, we didn't have the the clientele that we have today and the opportunities that we have today. So we we were in our very early stages. And to see how this business has just grown in the short amount of time that we've been open, it's it's incredible. I mean, now we're a fully staffed pharmacy. We have over 40 employees all together now. And it's just been, business has just been absolutely booming, which is fantastic to to hear, you know. Um, but my my day-to-day really as a lab manager now at the pharmacy, you know, um, like I said, that career ladder that I had no idea I had access to got put up rather quickly. Um, Shelby has the utmost confidence in me. She goes, I need to step back and focus on business-related things. She goes, I would love for you to start managing our USP 795 and USP 800 labs. And at the time, I had no idea what a lab manager was, <laughs> what a lab manager did, what the job entailed. I was like, sure, why not? Let's just go for it. So I just kind of reached out to a couple technicians that I had known of. And I was like, hey, does anybody like, is anybody a lab manager? Does anybody have any pointers they can give me? So, you know, it was it was nice to be able to connect with other technicians out there that are in similar positions as me um, and get their ideas of, you know, what I need to shape myself into as a lab manager and I, I love what I do. I come into work. I don't even think of this as work anymore. You know, everybody here is my family. This, I jokingly told you I practically live here. <laughs> I practically do live here. I go home every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I love to be here. You know, it's, it, it's, it's a great place to work. And it's a place I like to call home, which is nice to, to have that feeling, you know. That's awesome. I had no idea that you went to culinary school. So, uh, nope. so cool. Nope. I'm I'm very jealous of you. That's I'm going to pick <laughs> your brain on that. Uh, that's one of my dreams and aspirations for my next life. So that is awesome. <laughs> and I, I couldn't agree more with Shelby. Uh, when you have that natural feel for cooking or being comfortable, you know, baking, we say that there's a lot of similarities between compounding and, um, and those other skills. So that is super cool. Um, I want our listeners to to learn a little bit about Mac itself because it's such a unique business um, with the two businesses that you have under one roof and and you know some of the services that you have to offer um, on the other side of the business and how that is just such a, a mutually beneficial clientele network that you have. But why don't you share a little bit about uh, just the overall business at Mac? Yeah, of course. And it's a question that we get on a daily basis, numerous times a day. So we are two businesses sharing one roof. Um, so the pharmacy side obviously is Mac. We have the OTC. We do have a little gift shop, you know, for like just some gift items. But then our sister business, um, Habit, which is a toggery and yoga studio. So we are 
very health and wellness based. You know, you come in for your medications on the pharmacy side, more natural path type supplements, very vegetarian, vegan friendly, gluten free friendly, you know, to accommodate everybody in today's world. And then you have the more natural side of the wellness of our yoga studio. We actually just started introducing some Pilates classes. Um, so it, it's been growing and the it's it's really funny sometimes the looks that we get <laughs> of you're a yoga studio and a pharmacy. And then you sit there and you explain to them and it's like a light bulb that just flicks. I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Right. I mean, it's, it's basically a one-stop shop for you, for your health and wellness. Because, um, you know, health and wellness is not just about physical health. It's about mental health. And with especially with everything going on in today's world, ever since the pandemic, you know, we we all need to make sure that we are focusing on ourselves inside and out. So that's kind of our main principle here at Mac and Habit. And we all work so super close together. I mean, the habit manager is a technician by trade as well. So it, you know, we, we all just kind of mesh together. Our yeah. values mesh together and it, everybody is super supportive of us and everybody just loves to come in. We get so many compliments of, you know, the store itself and just our demeanor, the atmosphere. It's, it, it's a great, great place to be. That's awesome. I know that um, I spend a lot of money when I come into the habit side because um, I always need to pick up some new Lululemon and some of my other, you know, yoga pants and stuff. So I don't know how you yeah, even get a paycheck there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you get a paycheck, Amanda. I would spend it all. So it's probably a good thing that I do not work there. So uh, definitely a, a very unique business model, but it just makes so much sense, you know. Um, and And like you said, to be able to take care of yourself, not only uh, on the inside, but then feel good on the outside too. So uh, overall wellness, such a great business model there. You guys and, and Shelby have done such a great job. Um, I'd love to pick your brain just about kind of, you know, going from that retail technician and some of our listeners, you know, may either already be a technician and working in retail and thinking about, you know, maybe exploring a different avenue within pharmacy. Some people may not even be in pharmacy at all and are looking at exploring that. And so, um, I know you mentioned, you know, that there's limited uh, maybe mobility or upward movement within Walgreens or in corporate uh, pharmacy, but can you just share a little bit of just maybe the overall daily duties that differ from, you know, when you were at uh, just retail, especially corporate retail versus being independent community pharmacy? Yeah, of course. And Shelby and I actually just had this talk just the other day. Um, you know, in the retail setting, you come in, you clock in, and you just go to your assigned area and you work there the whole day. To where in the compounding pharmacy life, and of course, you know, we do retail and compounding. So it's kind of balance. It's a good balance in life. But, you know, here I come in, I do a quick stand up meeting, five minute meeting with my technicians. And I just check with them where they're at with their projects for, you know, that time. And so it's it's great to be able to connect with your with your fellow technicians on a daily basis to make sure that we're all on the same page. We make sure that everything is caught up for that day. If not, you know, to hop decide, you know, who's going to hop in the lab, what items we're going to compound today, what items we're going to be focusing on, whether we're going to be, you know, pushing out more HD you know, hazardous drugs today, or if we're just doing, you know, our onesie twosie, you know, pain cream kind of thing. Um, so there's definitely 
huge differences in the day-to-day life between retail and compounding. I mean, I when I would go to Walgreens, I would literally clock in, go to my pharmacist, say, where do you want me at? Right. And they tell me where I need to be. And that's where I am my whole shift. So it definitely becomes a lot more repetitious in the retail setting to where in the compounding world, nothing is ever the same. You're always doing something different. So you're not going to be, whether you're making, you know, 4,000 capsules one day, each capsule is its own thing, you know? So it, although it's repetitious, it's repetition, repetitious in its own good way, if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of the day to day. I mean, it's, it's, I love compounding. Yeah. It It's fantastic to be able to start from a raw form of the ingredient and just create whatever you want. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great feeling. Yeah. Being able to meet that patient need. And, you know, you mentioned earlier, um, all of the freeze. So whether gluten-free or, you know, uh, vegan, vegetarian, all of the things that we can do and being able to serve that patient and make sure that they still get their medications too. Because a lot of the times, uh, for those of us that have these sensitivities or allergies, we can't just pull something right off the shelf. And it's it's very interesting to see some of the fillers or ingredients that are in manufactured products, you know? So um, that's, yeah. that's definitely where compounding fills that need. I remember when you were in class here, um, and you made your lollipops. That's still one of my favorite pictures that we have of you of how proud you were making those lollipops. So um and I still have those lollipops. <laughs> they're on display right at my desk. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. I love that. But definitely some really unique dosage forms. Like you said, uh, every day is different. Every single thing we do is different. Every patient is unique. Um, and having that that variety, you know, it breaks up that monotony of just count poor lick and stick or data entry all day long or whatever, you know, you may have been doing when you're um, at Walgreens and, and you do that same thing eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. It can get really, really monotonous. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's talk a little bit. I know you shared, you know, about the, the uh, career ladder that you didn't know was available, but now as you lead your team there um, at Mac, uh, you know, let's talk about finding technicians. Where where have they come from so far? Where, what do you think the best way is to to find a new team member to come on board? Yeah, I mean, we it's actually crazy. We have people applying from all over the country to work with us. And one of our biggest mottos here is the work environment that you're in. You know, we are all such a close knit group. We all consider ourselves family with each other. So it is not, it's a great place to work. And that is very appealing to technicians, especially the ones leaving the corporate life right. to come work for a private owned, family owned business. You know, there's, there's obviously pros and cons to everything, but there's, I find that there's a lot more pros going to a family business rather than a corporate business. So that has been a huge uh, attraction for a lot of our uh, applicants. I mean, We've had applicants from Colorado, Oregon, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible. The, the amount of people that actually want to brave the cold and, right. you know, move to Montana to come work at Mac. It, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, you guys have an amazing culture. And when you have that culture, it definitely, it, it attracts and not just from your local community, but, you know, the whole entire country becomes your community and and really your pool of, of uh, candidates. So that's, that's cool that people are reaching out to you. And obviously, 
you guys have developed a great reputation letting the world know about that that culture that you have. So congratulations on that. Um, well, after you you do find that candidate, what does onboarding look like for you? Do you start them at a, a certain, I mean, obviously I'm sure it depends on experience, but um, do they start, you know, as a clerk or up front first, or what does that look like before they move into the, the lab? Yeah. So like you said, it, it does vary, you know, person to person, all depending experience. Um, a great example is we actually just, we hired two people. One was already a certified tech. One was just a tech in training. So obviously their day-to-day training was completely different, but also the same in certain ways. You know, obviously our tech and trainings, we want them to focus on the retail side of the pharmacy first so they can learn their basic drugs, you know, learn the day-to-day life of a pharmacy technician. But as a certified technician already coming in with a little more knowledge, you know, our, we are very hands-on learning here at Mac. We also do u- utilize a lot of our resources, including PCCA e-learning, which we just recently got signed up for and best creation <laughs> ever. I thank Jarrah every day for that. <laughs> um, so, you know, usually we'll we'll have them do their e-learning first so they get an understanding of what compounding is, especially if they've never compounded anything before. And then once they're a little more comfortable, then they will come into the lab with me. I will... They will shadow me for probably a couple weeks and then I will allow them, I will then shadow them basically and see where they're at with their techniques. You know, obviously some people are more strong in making creams or capsules. You know, everybody has their, has their strengths and weaknesses. Um, So, you know, typically our onboarding, you come in, you get this beautiful little binder and it has a preset schedule of. This week, you are with uh, Amanda, the lab manager in the lab. Uh, this week, you're with Shelby to learn basic drugs. So it each, each obviously, every person is different, but we already have a preset schedule. So that way, all you got to do is just show up, look at your binder where you're at that day, and you just, you know, just keep going. And yeah. we, it, especially with us being a, a, a newer business, I mean, we, it, it takes a little bit to find those um, those proper uh, instances or ways to do things. Us, you know, when we're three people at the start, it's a little hard to train because, yeah. you know, we're all sitting around, like we're all running around like chickens with our heads cut off. You know, we're, we're trying to get everything done. So right. it was a little bit rougher at first for us to train. But once we did actually get people trained and more bodies in our facility, then it was just it was just smooth sailing from here on out. Yeah, you mentioned e-learning um, and and how it's complementing some of your training programs that you have on board and and helping you onboard some of those uh, new employees faster. Um, is there anything you want to share a little bit more and in digging into how you're using that or or a little bit more about that program? Yeah, of course. Of as e- once we signed up for e-learning, we didn't really know what we were getting into. We just we heard about it. And we're like, you know what, let's let's just look into it. So obviously the the preset courses and modules that come with the e-learning is fantastic. You know, it covers the basis. Each chapter focuses on, you know, capsules, solutions, suspension. So it's a great tool, especially for those who have no idea what compounding is. I mean, I've been doing this for a year and a half and I still like to go back and rewatch some of the videos just to refresh my memory or you know, I, I may forget, you know, oh, I could do this and it'd be a little bit easier. Right. 
But we've also been utilizing it um, for our new updates with, you know, USPs happening every year. It's a great way for us to keep track of where we're at with everything. So lately we've been utilizing it for our SOPs. I just had the wonderful task of doing all of our (laughs) SOPs revisions and I was about to go cross-eyed, but then I was able just to upload it all into e-learning. I send my emails out to all my technicians like, hey, make sure you sign on, go through our SOPs and come see me if you understand it and we're good to go. So it's definitely streamlined a lot of processes a lot quicker, you know, instead of having me to, you know, print out the entire SOP book for them and then they have to flip through everything. It's definitely a modern take on a book, which is fantastic because... I'm all about saving the earth. I waste so many, so much paper <laughs> with those SOPs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it it's a it's a great tool. I highly recommend it to anybody in the pharmacy world, yeah. even if you're not necessarily in the compounding world. There's so many modules out there that you can you can create, make, take. You know, it yeah. it's it's a great great tool to have. Well, I'm glad that it's been uh, useful for you guys. And I know you know with the the recent USP. Uh, changes and implementation uh, with the the need for that designated person and the the documentation of the trainings and all of that kind of stuff. I know that it's helped out a lot of our pharmacies. Um, For those of you that are interested in learning more, you can go to pccarx.com and check out e-learning to find out some more information about that. And then uh, for our PCCA members, feel free to contact anyone here at PCCA and we'd be happy to answer any questions on that. Um, so I'd love to talk a little bit about another unique thing that you do there at Mac, and that is your focus on patient and practitioner education. Um, I know that I've been there for many of your practitioner events, um, and I have no idea how you do it, but you guys, whether it's summer or winter, uh, snow everywhere, you get people in your door. And, you know, that is one of, I know Shelby's passions is making sure that she's bringing quality education to the practitioners in Montana. Um, but, uh, you know, how do you guys do this this amazing practitioner education and build some of those relationships with your practitioners to be that resource for them? Um, what's been kind of the secret sauce that's made it work for you guys? Well, I would say that we definitely have an upper hand being Montana. You know, we have a whole whopping million people <laughs> that here. So after a while, everybody gets to know everybody. You know, I I know people that live five hours away from here and I've never saw them face to face, but I've spoken to them dozens of times. So out here, we definitely have an upper hand of the the close hometown feel. Right. You know, everybody knows everybody. You know, everybody is in the same knitting circle. So, you know, <laughs> it's like the game of telephone pretty much. So we, we definitely do have quite quite good connections with our providers especially with our hometown, Great Falls, Montana, you know, we have one main hospital and a couple subsidiary clinics. So everybody is concentrated in our spot, basically. So us to be able to, you know, just to pick up the phone, we just, it's important to, to recognize your providers. Just the other week was National um, NP Appreciation Week. We got flowers for all of our NPs that prescribed to us. We sent them a little uh, thank you note and a gift card to our store. Make sure to have them, you know, physically come right. in the store. 
So it's very important to have that connection with your providers, even if it's just from every few months, just to go swing by the office, just to sit down, chit chat with them for a few minutes. I mean, I, I try to make it a point at least once a month to hand deliver products to providers, whether it's samples, um, new products that we're carrying, um, compounding formula ideas, you know, it, it's great to have that face-to-face interaction if you can. Of course, you know, with us being Montana, (laughs) five hours either way to the next city. Right. Uh, So even just to be able to pick up the phone and just, you know, give their office a quick call, just see how they're doing, you know, um, it's definitely, definitely our biggest, I wouldn't say it's our secret sauce because I'm not going (laughs) to reveal our secret, but, um, but it's definitely super helpful to have that close knit community feeling out here. So I would say that that's probably our biggest, um, biggest advantage out here is just that hometown feel, you know, I can't go anywhere without being recognized. They're like, oh my gosh, you work at Mac. I'm like, yes, (laughs) I do. Thanks for noticing. Um, so it, it's, it's nice to have that recognition. So yeah, we are between our patient relationship and our provider relationship. I think we're doing a stellar job at, at our communications. I agree. I agree. You guys have definitely from day one, it's been, you know, one of those things that is not, um, I think realizing that building those relationships from day one has been so vital to the success and where you guys are today. You know, I I see a lot of times people say, oh, well, I'll get around to it or I'll find time to go, you know, build some of those relationships. And the thing is, is especially in our world, in our niche market, compounding is so unique and you definitely have to make patients aware of it. You have to make your practitioners aware of it. It's not something that is just so very well known. I mean, don't get me wrong. People know about compounding a lot more today than they did 20 years ago, but it's still something that we have to spread the word. So I I love that that's been one of your um, kind of pillars, you know, since day one is building those relationships and it's definitely paid off for you guys. Um, I'd love to talk about, you know, we, we talked about where you came from and we talked about what you guys are doing now, but you know, if you had a crystal ball and, and maybe not for the whole entire pharmacy technician industry, but where do you see the future of pharmacy technicians, even in your world, you know, it, there at Mac, what, what do you see them doing in the next couple of years? And then, you know, if you have some thoughts on what we'll be doing as a profession, you know, in the next couple of years, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, of course. Um, So as a technician, I feel that you can take your career as far as you want to take it. Um, Myself personally, and this is actually really big news, um, I am going back to school and I am going to be going back for my PharmD degree. What? Yep. Uh, So (laughs) I think that, you know, starting into this position, you know, you you gain this hidden confidence in, in life and I was sitting there contemplating it, going back and forth. And I was like, do I do this? Do I do this? And Shelby, Shelby was over here like, Amanda, you need to do this. And I'm like, okay, let's just go for it. So um, I'm actually starting school in January to officially go back. And um, so, like I said, you can take it as far as you want to take it. You don't necessarily have to, you know, do the whole shebang and, you know, go get your farm dig degree. Right. But no. just to be able to excel yourself. I mean, I started just as a just as a tech in training, and then within a y- two years, I became a lab manager, 
And then, you know, not even six months later, now I'm thinking of going to pharmacy school. So you you really have so much potential in yourself and people don't quite realize that. You know, technicians aren't just about counting pills, filling bottles, filling prescriptions, data entry. There, There's so much more to it. And it's great to have resources and connections out there to where you can grow, you know, as a pharmacy technician, you can, you have so many options, you know, there's sterile compounding, there's nuclear compounding, you, you can go to PCCA and be in the formulations department, <laughs> yeah. you know, there, there's so many different options out there. And it's really all depending on the person, you know, if they are perfectly content with reaching their max at just counting and data entry, that's perfectly fine. But then you, you still have the opportunities to, to keep furthering yourself. And I'm never content with myself. I have to keep going higher and higher and higher. I don't know what I'm going to do when I get my farm B degree. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to hold off on going to school <laughs> for a little bit. But, you know, it, with with our world, it's constantly changing and it's constantly evolving. There's nothing's the same anymore. And you will never be doing the same thing over and over. So I think that's where we get a lot of our opportunity yeah. is that we're, we're always evolving, you know. I have goosebumps and I'm so excited for you. So congratulations. That is so Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Uh, I, I think I agree with Shelby 1000% uh, that you need to go for it. So um, just congratulations. That's it's super Thank cool. So yeah, you're going to be awesome. <clears throat> so you mentioned uh, just a minute ago and very earlier in our conversation uh, about networking with other people and tell me a little bit, you know, what's your advice for those that... Uh, maybe are a little bit more shy and think, well, why should I network? What is the benefit of that for me? You know, how has networking helped you? It's so funny that you asked this because I am the most reserved, shy <laughs> person ever. You know, I came down to PCCA for the first time and I didn't want to talk to anybody. I just kept to myself because I just, I didn't have that confidence to go out and network. And so that was definitely a missed opportunity on my end. But then I was invited to be a part of one of the technician concierge groups. And I have to say that that's boosted my confidence in ways that I, I can't even imagine. You know, to be able to pick up the phone, send a quick text to, I mean, they're they're practically my friends now. I mean, I'll text them and be like, hey, you know, what are some techniques that you guys use? And it's, it's fantastic to be able to network yourself out there, you know, to get other opinions because just because you're doing it one way doesn't mean that's the only way to do things. Everybody has their own opinions. And so it's nice to be able to have somebody else shed light into your situation and to have a second set of eyes. Never hurts to have a second set of eyes on things. And so it's definitely been such a huge growth for myself in networking because I, you know, Shelby actually laughed at me because I brought business cards with me and I came back with all my business cards and she was <laughs> Amanda. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, as, as a very shy hermit person, it, it's hard for us to break through that, yeah. that shell, that barrier. But I feel like once it's been broken, there's only one way out at that point. Right. And it's it's been great ever since. I mean, I actually just got off the phone with a couple of the girls in my concierge group and, you know, just bouncing random ideas around and just to get, you know, and even if it's not 
pharmacy related, right. you know, just sending each other, you know, happy Thanksgiving texts or yeah. just to see pictures of everybody. It It's great to know that you have friends in other places rather than just where you're physically at in right. that moment. Yeah, that support system definitely, you know, brings a wealth of of information and just it's been invaluable to me. And that's why I always kind of push people, you know, to break out of that little shell and, and go talk to someone. And, you know, so I know when we have, um, our international conference every year in October here in Houston, we have, you know, a whole designated program for first timers, because there's a lot of people that come to conference that are just like, I'm just, I'm just here for the education. I don't want to talk to anyone, you know, and, and we force them. We actually have a whole scavenger hunt. And one of the, <laughs> the tasks that they have to do is they have to meet three new people. And so sometimes people are like, nope, I'm out. I'm not winning that scavenger hunt. But we usually get them all to embrace it. And, and like you said, just having that community spread out across the country, it, there's huge value in that. So I loved, I've loved watching you grow and, and seeing you a part of that concierge group and building those relationships too. So um, so, uh, you know, one last thing that I want to touch on is just educational resources. Uh, you know, you came from Walgreens and like you said, you, you came into a world of, um, compounding where you knew a little bit about it and you mentioned e-learning and using that as an educational resource. Is there any other favorite resources that you'd love to let our listeners know about? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I found out compounding, and this is going to sound so cliche with this time, but I found out about compounding through TikTok. There, there's all these, you know, videos Interesting. and ASMR videos. And so that's kind of how I got my feet wet into compounding. And so then once I took the job and I started getting serious about this, you know, PCCA offers such great resources to continuously use and to have basically unlimited access to them, you know, it'd be crazy not to utilize it. Um, especially, you know, the PTCB organization has tons and tons of resources that you can use anywhere from just normal technician stuff to, you know, sterile compounding and nuclear compounding. You know, it's, it's a great, with this day and age, you know, we have limited, unlimited access to the internet and, YouTube, TikTok, all these, you know, organization websites that we can utilize, I would definitely say have helped me the most, um, especially, you know, each each drug company, you know, that you get your raw chemicals from, they all offer their own form of educational services. So I think it's great to branch out and to, you know, subscribe to those educational services because everybody, although we're all talking about the same thing, everybody has their own opinions right. on things or different techniques or anything like that. So I I would definitely say utilize any resources you can get your hands on. The internet is unlimited. You utilize that to your best ability that you possibly can. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's funny that you mentioned PTCB. Um, we, we have an episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, where we uh, interviewed Zach Green. So he's uh, one of the associate directors for professional affairs there at PTCB. And he shared some of the resources. They have um, actually a whole CE library that you can go in. And if you're looking for specific types of CE, whether you want it live or online or free or cost or, you know, about a specific um, area of expertise. So uh, if you haven't checked that out, please go to ptcb.org 
and check out their CE library. So, and, and if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you listen to Zach Green too. So great one there. Uh, last question for you. I always like to ask at the end of our podcast here is, uh, any words of, advi- of advice or wisdom for someone? You know, some of our listeners may be, uh, like I said, a technician that are thinking about getting into compounding or even somebody that's thinking about being a pharmacy technician and don- doesn't know way to, where to start. Um, you know, any words of advice for them? Oh, my goodness. I have so much I could possibly tell you. You know, just go for it. There's life is too short. What's the absolute worst that's going to happen? You don't enjoy it. Move on to the next thing in life. You know, you don't you don't even need a high school degree. You just need a GED to get your technician license. You know, so it it's open to anybody and everybody that possibly would want to do it. And use those re- resources. Network as much as possible. Go to your local pharmacy and talk with the technicians there. See how they like their day-to-day life. Um, you know, the unlimited possibilities out there. And like I said, sometimes you just need to break through that glass and just go for it. Yeah. That's what I did. And I mean, here we are now, you know, three years later doing a complete 180 from what I thought I would be doing. But, you know, I'm loving every second of it and I would not change anything, anything at all. That's awesome. Amanda, you are doing great things. Um, I know our listeners have enjoyed this and hopefully are feeling as inspired as I am right now. Um, Maybe I should go back to school and be a pharmacist. I might have to think about that. So um, thank you for being with us today. Uh, One last question. How can our listeners connect with you or connect with Mac? Yeah. um, So feel free to, we have an Instagram and Facebook page. If you just look up MT Compounding, Um, also our website as well has all of our contact information. There's, um, you can either call us, email us. Um, If you want to email me personally, you would just email support at mtcompounding.com. That comes straight to to my desk, my computer, and I usually watch my emails like a hawk. <laughs> so, you know, if you guys have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out. Like I said, network, network. That's that's all you got to do. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for, for spending time with us and sharing your story. I know our listeners got a lot out of this episode. It was great to have you. Well, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it, Erin. Absolutely. And thank you to our listeners uh, for dialing in and listening to this uh, last episode of Tech Talk, uh, Mortar and Pestle production. We're excited to share Amanda's story and Mac's story, and we look forward to having you uh, listen in to our next episode. Have a great day. 